mean, Rudy always talked of a teacher as being like a cow. I mean, a cow has big tits full of milk. And if the cow isn't milked, the cow will spend its time screaming into the night. I mean, not milking a cow could kill the cow. And a teacher's the same way. He has to give away the teachings. If he doesn't give away the teachings, then he's got to keep coming back to this place again and again and again until he can give away the teachings. So there's, you know, a process that takes place in doing this, you know. Uh, the hunger of people that come, the desire they have to grow and have a spiritual life, the purity of the teachings, the ability to step aside, you know, to get out of the way so that it is not the teacher doing it, but it's the higher energy in the universe doing it. The raising of people to the highest level of their potential at any given moment. I mean, when I work with all of you, I try to find the place in each and every one of you where there really is enlightenment, where there really is that hunger to be with God, to have a spiritual life, to, you know, finally free yourself of all this karmic stuff that you got to go through on the earth. And it's from that point that one has to work. Now, I can't find that in another human being if I'm full of myself. I can't find that in another human being if I'm dealing with all the craziness in my head, I'm dealing with all my economic problems, my relationship problems, whatever things go on in my life, I have to clear all of that stuff up. I have to transform all of that into Stuart's spiritual life. So what you have here is a marriage. You understand? It's this wonderful marriage. It's probably the highest form of marriage that exists on the earth. And that's the marriage between people that come to have a spiritual life and somebody who can teach them how to do it. Because in order for this marriage to work, everybody's got to get out of the way. <laughs> Everybody has to truly find a place inside themselves where there really is a sense of nothingness so that the spiritual energy can guide the situation. Now this principle, frankly, could work in any area of life, be it a regular marriage that we have, a relationship, business, friendships. Uh, they work on much higher levels when we get out of the way, when we're capable of finding a deep sense of humility in ourselves, we're listen capable of listening to other people, where we're capable of truly allowing that higher energy, that spiritual energy, to guide our lives. To do this, we have to work on ourselves. Because, of course, this is an ideal state I'm talking about. And nobody lives on the earth in an ideal state. We all have very many or very few limitations. The limitations are really part of the ideal state. We need them. We need things to have things wrong with us. Now that might make all of you just run out of the room to hear me say this. So we need to have stuff wrong. God gives us stuff to be wrong. We need karma. And having karma, having things that we need to work against inside ourselves, 
you know, helps us develop a kind of inner strength that ultimately leads to humility, to gratitude, for joy, to be a happy person, because it teaches us how to transform the things that are killing us into things that can truly give us life. Now this is a remarkable process. So in order for me to sit here, you know, uh, I have to transform all of the stuff that's killing me into stuff that's giving me life. In order for you to sit there, you have to do the same thing. Now, is there no better way of people communicating with each other where you can arrive at a place inside that is so pure and so deep and so connected to higher energy that all of the anxiety, the tension, the crabbiness, fetching, stupidity that goes on in people is transformed into a spiritual life. And I think that, to me, there is no more precious relationship that could exist on the earth than a relationship that provides this level of growth for a human being. It's extraordinary. And it's based on what? The need to grow. The need to have a spiritual life. The willingness to look past all the things that you see wrong in the world to find the things in other people and the things in yourself that are connected to this higher force of energy in the universe. Those are the seeds. Those seeds need to be planted, they need to be rooted, and they need to grow. And those seeds produce love, they produce joy, they produce an open heart, they produce, I mean, literally, a state of being that every human being really desires to live with. I mean, I have, you know, you, you never meet a person who says, I don't want to be happy. You meet people that say it's impossible to be happy. <laughs> but somewhere inside them, there's always this thing that wants to be happy. Well, in order to attain that, we have to get free of ourselves. We are the problem. Being the problem, we're also the solution to the problem. The real problem is not us. The real problem is the work we don't do on ourselves to overcome the problem. Putting it off, procrastinating, excuses, you know, always having a reason why not to do. You understand? And eventually the only thing that happens is, frankly, we get old. And we're in the same condition when we're 60 that we were when we're 20. You know? Because in that 40 years, we never did it enough on ourselves to transform that condition into a spiritual life.